0: No, you're not alone, because I'm going to make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you till top of the hour. We've got with us Chuck Crosby from the Crosby Law Offices. Great guy, does a great job closings, and he does a lot more like wills. So you want to jot down his number. He's certainly a guy you can rely on and call 499 6360 Another guy you can rely on and call, and he comes in as a team because it's Home Team Inspection Service, Brad Luller. You can reach Brad at 844-411-TEAM. Gentlemen, good to have you here. Right. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. good morning. Well, let's start off with this question. Um, I found this fascinating. We've had it once or twice before. Tony, and I think it's IE, so it's a, it's a lady, wrote us an email. Uh, she says, our neighbors have a pool, and they like to skinny dip in the pool in the evening. And so Tony says she's got young kids and she is worried that one of them might see what's going on there. So she's wondering, apparently she just moved into this house, didn't know that the neighbors were doing this. I guess you you can't really see that if you're going to look on a walkthrough or you're looking at the home. She's wondering what action can she take, Chuck? What would you suggest?
1: Well, you know, do you really want to call the cops on, you know, somebody in the backyard uh, with indecent exposure? Yeah. Uh, definitely not be invited to the block party. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen it happen before where um see, I'm trying to draw the closest analogy I can get uh-huh. is um, the fellow would urinate off the back of his deck and there was no fence. So neighborhood kids are, you know, stand right there while he's doing his business uh, that of course did not work out well for him. I've uh, certainly, <laughs> wouldn't want to equate uh, being a naturalist with anything criminal, but there are scenarios where I can see lines being crossed. Uh, apple pie diplomacy, take over a pie and say, hey guys, uh, I think maybe, you know, be helpful if you put up a bigger fence or something. Um, you know, that that just really, that's a hard one, Bob.
0: <laughs> Chuck, I, I, I get that. Would you su- suspect, maybe suggest here that if, in in the light of apple hot ply diplomacy could you go to a place that makes cakes and have them draw a swimming pool with somebody diving in naked and say hey yeah
1: yeah hey you need to cover that up now you know i i know people uh who are into perhaps uh that and they all have big fences they're not trying anything so if there is a lack of fencing or she's just afraid that uh, you know the kids are gonna you know seek it out yeah. there's not much about that okay uh somebody wants to peer through your windows you're not necessarily liable for that though there's a couple of really interesting cases that sometimes suggest otherwise um it's just something you go talk to them all right if it's a real thing yeah
0: go ahead. no I, I now i will finish this up on this one question and then we'll move on i yeah. promise. So. If you are a nudist, I'm, t- I'm turning this around, and like maybe some friends that you might have. You mentioned yeah. this, job. and you do everything you can to protect your privacy and anybody seeing into your backyard, yet you like to sunbathe or whatever in the nude. Is it illegal to do
1: that uh, if you've taken any precautions that are, are needed? Well, that uh, the, the uh, equivalent, in my mind, is standing naked in front of a window. Uh, mm. If you've curtains and somebody walks up and you know opens the curtains and peers through if it's an adult well they're the criminal um but uh if it's a kid things get murky okay yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh you know the whole uh you know if you put up a fence top it with barbed wire put a wild dog in there to prevent the kid from getting into something and the kid still gets into it well you're still liable okay, okay yeah uh, so there's with yeah. kids it, it a little bit murkier.
0: All right, we're Uh, going to move on because we've we've gone to this one and there's really no answer at this point, but okay, hopefully, Tony, this gives you a little insight. You just keep the kids from looking into the neighbor's yard. Uh, This one for you, Brad, a question, and actually for you and Chuck on this, uh, this comes from Jackson. He's selling his home and is in the process of remodeling the bathrooms. He was under the impression that he should caulk around the toilet bases at the, the toilets where they meet the floor. His neighbor came over and said, don't do that because it might hide any leaks if the toilet is leaking. So, Brad, we'll start with you. From your perspective, you see a home where toilets have been caulked. He's wondering, should he caulk the the toilets? And if he does, we'll get to Chuck on this. Would that be considered concealing a problem if it starts to leak? So, let's start with you, Brad.
2: Well, uh, I, I'm pretty sure my toilets are caulked. Um, I'm not looking for caulk, uh, when we inspect, uh, I'm looking to figure out whether or not that toilet is loose. Mm -hmm. I'm also checking the ceilings beneath those toilets because that's where the water is going to manifest itself. It's not going to sit there, you know, under the bowl. So, um, yeah, I don't know that caulking is an issue. Uh, certainly if the base is loose, um, at all, or there's there's staining uh, beneath it, that would be a bigger problem than I think caulk around a, uh, around the toilet
1: got it chuck conceal concealment of a problem would you see that as a as a problem well there's got to be a problem that you've knowingly concealed before you've concealed a problem okay so Brad says if his toilet works just fine and it's caulked, there's obviously no problem. Uh, what if you've cocked it, Brad, and all of a sudden the wax ring goes out? Are you concealing a problem or did it just happen afterwards? See, Those are the kinds of things you have to worry about. You, just because you do something doesn't make it wrong um you've got to be knowingly trying to uh conceal something to somebody else's detriment that kind of thing there's there's elements that you have to walk through um but uh no i don't think i mean is cocking a toilet a normal thing Brett? I, I, you know, I'm just thinking through it. I, it's probably, I probably
2: see more that are caulked than are not caulked, really? uh, But I think that, yeah, I think that's probably more to keep. You know, your the water that's used to wash your floors from going underneath. I would, I would that's, guess. But well, that's an interesting things point. that th- yeah. things that run down yeah. obviously the side of the bowl from going yeah.
1: under there. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that falls under the category of Are you trying to conceal the termites in the the, uh, the floor joists by putting up drywall? Uh, yeah, If okay. it's a normal.
0: But if I may be so bold, Chuck, would you not agree with me that if someone wanted to sue somebody because they put the drywall up to conceal the termites, they may have to go to court over it and spend money just
1: to defend themselves? No, gonna, I'm, I'm thinking more if drywall would normally go there. It would. OK, real, got it. All right. That makes sense. It doesn't imply a of of, you know, bad thought. Moving
0: on, we have six ways to help you sell your home and it's uh, just about guaranteed to help you find it before you have to close and sell. If you want more about that, go to bobsellmyhome.com and there's information there and then you can fill out a form and we come. It's no obligation, no cost just let us know we'll come out and help you. We move over to um, to this one from Mark for you uh, Chuck. Uh, Mark just purchased a trailer in a mobile home park. And says in an email that he sent us, he did a background check on the owner and everything looked good. But now the trailer park is asking Mark to pay for back lot rent that was owed to the trailer park uh, by the guy who Mark purchased the trailer from. Can they do that is what he's asking. Can they actually go after him for some back rent? And I know this is a very obscure question because we don't really deal with a whole lot of trailer uh, parks or trailers.
1: And that's not even a, a real estate question uh, yeah. because most homes are personal property. They're like a car. Um, and if a person had, it sells you his mobile home and it's on a lot, my bet is, yeah, they can come after you. Cause if it was owed, uh, you know uh, I- I'd call it analogous to taxes just cause you don't know they exist, doesn't make them go away. Um, and, and it would seem to me like a fair question would be, before buying it, uh, asking the people where it sits, uh, hey, is the rent behind on this? Uh, mm. So it's not, and and I don't know that the lot would necessarily fall under the Landlord-Tenant Act. Uh, you're not, you know, you're not a tenant per se in a residential unit. It's a piece of ground that you're renting.
0: Let me, let me extrapolate this a little differently, because I am aware of people who have rented apartments, and the water company or cable company were back mm-hmm. owed money, and they these people moved in, and they are being inundated with phone calls or maybe letters from these the utilities wanting their back money. The renters, the new renters, have no obligation to pay, right?
1: They, yeah, yeah, they don't. But mean they don't get harassed. Um, I got to tell you, I've heard some horror stories.
0: No. Oh. I, that We might want to do a whole show on that someday then. Yeah. yeah. All
1: right. We'll leave that there. I just,
0: because it just occurred to me that that is a problem I've heard of as well. Brad, Raffaella is, sent us an email. He is looking for his first home while walking around the house. In fact, you and I communicated on this via text um, recently. Walking around the house with his realtor, he noticed that his agent called stair-stop, st- let me repeat that, stair-step cracking over a garage door, standard. And Raffaella is wondering, why is that standard? Why is that happening? Because he, he likes his one particular home, but it's got stair-step crack going up the wall.
2: Well, stair-step cracking is typically the sign of uh, a structural movement um, in a home. So usually we're looking at that as something we're going to look for some additional clues as to whether or not we've got things going on um, over a group garage door uh particularly you know if if you're looking at the lintel to see whether or not it's failing that's causing some of the uh, the stresses on the brick um that's something that i would not call standard uh certainly would would there's going to be more to the story to see, you know, is it, it, do we see evidence of that crack on the inside uh, of the drywall? Are we, you know, any other evidence in the garage, any other evidence around the corner uh, from where that, that cracking might be to really tell us whether or not something's moving, but no, that would not, any stair-step crack would not, you'd want to uh, do more investigation on that. That's not normal.
0: So if anybody's listening to us and they have a brick home, if they go to their garage and they look over their garage, if they see cracking of the bricks, over, and explain what the lentil is and whether it should be painted or not, because that's another okay. part of the question.
2: All right. So, the lentil is the steel piece that holds up the bricks above your garage door opening or above your windows. Those should be painted. Uh, oftentimes they're not, because if they're not painted, if they don't have a coating on them, then they rust. When they rust, then they lose structural um, integrity, which causes the bricks then to fall. And you'll see uh, what we refer to as a smiling garage door, because you've got, you know, it looks like a smiley face. It looks like you're, the top of your garage is smiling at you uh, because the lintel is failing. Um, so yeah, you're, you're looking to make sure that the, the metal piece is painted and you're not having cracks, particularly in the corners, because that's going to give us evidence that we've got some of those bricks that are shifting, whether it's the lentil that's failing or whether it's the foundation beneath that is starting to, uh,
0: to move a bit. So key points that we take away from what Brad just said, and that goes for me, Chuck, and uh, this also goes for you. After the show, and maybe, folks, you may want to do this sometime today, go to your garage if you've got one and look above the garage door. There should be this lentil, which is this metal piece that holds up the brick, and see above that if there are cracks going through bricks going up or around that bricks which is basically called stair stepping yep. and brad if and because i see this all the time yep. if we see it what should we do what should so do if he sees it
2: so if you see it and, it and it'll be over a garage door or it could be over a window you definitely want to get with i mean a masonry contractor would be the would be the perfect person to talk to about it because they're going to be able to correct the issue replace the lentil uh put the you know, put the, the structure back together the way that it was intended to be and stabilize those bricks again. But the but a, a brick layer a, con, a masonry contractor would be the uh, the go-to on that.
0: Good, good advice. And certainly all of us should be looking at this. And again, I take also away from your comments that builders should be painting those lentils. Yeah. I don't understand why, because I lived in a house for 18 years and they didn't paint the lentils and I don't understand why they don't. Because they usually come in uh, primed. Okay. So
2: they put them in. They'll they'll have a gray primer coat on them. Typically is what you'll see. And then what happens is, they don't they don't recoat them. And then the homeowners just don't pay attention to it because it's such a thin little piece.
0: Yeah. That's facing there. But yeah, right. they usually have a primer coat on them. All right. Good information. We're going to take a break. If you'd like to see a rebroadcast of today's show, let's say you got something out of the lentil question. um, You can go to louisvilleanswers.com right now or later today or whenever, and you'll see the YouTube channel that that takes you to louisvilleanswers.com. And there you'll see the video version of our show, which will give you, you can send that to your friends or family, whoever you want to, to get them in the know because that's what we're all about. We, as we take a break, my uh, with us here for the past few minutes and then up to the top of the hour, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Services, 844-411-TEAM. You can reach me, Bob Sekoler, if you're thinking about selling your home this year, next year, beyond free consultation, no obligation at three seven six five four eight three. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840WHAS.
1: 6360. This has been a paid advertisement.
2: Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's
0: your home team advantage. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com residential or commercial real estate let the award-winning agents at remax properties east help take the first step in your house hunting journey visit homes or call 425-6000 today hi i'm barbara corcoran I built the number one brokerage firm in New York City by marketing luxury homes to the most qualified buyers. What makes the difference today in your area? The same thing, custom marketing to the right buyers. In Louisville, the agents with the best marketing plan are Bob and Greg Sokola. Their personalized marketing sells more homes for more money. If they can't find the right buyer on your deadline, they will buy it. Get the best marketing for your home. Go to ResellLouisville.com and put more money in your pocket. News Radio 840 WHAS. We're here till the top of the hour. Bob Sikoler, thank you, Barbara Corcoran. It was great seeing her in New York this past week. we got new commercials coming out in uh, a couple of months or so. With us continuing, we've got Braille Oil, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach them. They come in as a team. They really do a great job. 844-411-TEAM. By the way, compliments to you. One of our clients, uh, buyer, said he was very impressed. You guys, he gets there to the inspection, and there's this... They seem like a swarm of inspectors going over at the house. So that was good. great to hear. Yeah. We love to hear that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, very good. Chuck Crosby, who always has a favorable rating, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. And you can reach Chuck for not only closings, which you can pick the closing attorney you want. Chuck does a great job. He also does wills and he's entertaining, which is probably uh, phenomenal uh, when it comes to um, the closing your loan. It takes away the tension.
1: You know, everybody's all worked up and yes, they you know, are. Yeah, yeah. Press and pressure. Well, let's just let a little of that go.
0: Hey, again, Chuck's number four, nine, nine, six, three, six, zero. All right, back to your phone calls again. We're doing zoom shows. So send me an email, Bob, at we sell Louisville.com put radio question in the subject line and then the question itself. And then uh, we'll use it on the air. Michelle writes in on this uh, and, she says, I was traveling down the street. This is a really really interesting question because I've seen this too. Traveling down the street to my house and about two blocks away, I noticed a neighbor's tree that was dead and looked like it could tip over with a gust of wind. And Chuck, you're in on this too, so hang in here. Um, I've heard us talk about, she's heard us talk about sending a letter to a neighbor if worried about a tree falling on a property or a car. But what about someone down the block who has a tree that could fall either on their house or on a car traveling on the street. So, let's start with Brad. Which, as an inspector, you don't look at trees, do you? No, no, we're yeah. That's outside the scope of a home inspection.
2: We would, you know, recommend that an arborist, you know, take a look at any of the uh, the trees on the property.
0: So that takes us to Chuck. So if you see, and again, I get it because I had this happen to me with a neighbor's uh, tree limb coming down and and on my fence. So, yeah, if I had known that was going to happen, I would have sent a letter. You know, that deal. We talked about that. But what about driving the street down the street and seeing a tree that could be on the route that you're taking that could come down with a gust of wind? What do you do there?
1: Well, um, if you think about it, uh, if it's in a city, uh, there's going to be a city department that handles that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All of them. If it's mm-hmm. in an HOA, you've got uh, the homeowners Association that you can contact. I'm on the board of our HOA, and uh, trees, dead trees, are a common topic, uh, and you have to take care of them.
0: And if the tree is on public land, all the better, because then it's notification of the city or the municipality that handles the public
1: land. There was for taking care of it. But in fact, let's say it's on a neighbor's property or something like that uh, in the city of Louisville, give them a call. Uh, They come out, they can cite a person for having a dead tree and that sort of thing. Uh, So there's Mm -hmm. always uh, multiple uh, ways to go easy for you to say, but
0: if you're not in the know, then this is an important yeah. part of the but show. Yeah. Get in, uh, give me a call. Yeah, I'll, We'll go about Chuck's number in just a bit. Uh, Brad Berkeley shopping for a home here in Louisville. He's found only a couple that he's interested in, and one of the homes has stucco on the outside. His agents saying that there are red flags in buying a stucco home? I know we've talked about this on the yeah. show, but what are some of the things that anybody who's buying a stucco home should be aware of?
2: Well, look, okay, so but let's let's define that there's a difference between stucco and what we would know as an artificial stucco or what we refer to as EFS or maybe some people in the commercial space that would call it drive it. But true stucco is more of a concrete type product and there are less issues with that. So, if you're looking at, you know, more historic homes, older homes in the city, that may be true stucco. And that does, that is that is plaster on lath. Uh, construction. With the Eves, uh product, what that is, is that is a basically a, a skim coat over uh, an insulated board. So, polystyrene board. And if it's not installed correctly, EFS can build up a lot of water behind it. And a lot of damage uh, can be done in, you know, completely hidden from from anybody's view. And so, the challenge with the EFS homes is that you really need to find someone who's certified to do EF's inspection and an EF's (laughs) inspection is not a visual inspection it's actually a an inspection you have to do that you drill holes in it to check moisture levels behind it and there's uh, there's only two companies in the entire region I'm aware of that are certified to do EF's inspections home teams one of them Um, but we do them quite frequently on a lot of homes in the area even if they've used the artificial stucco as trim uh, rather than just full walls you can still have a lot of damage that is uh, that's done. Um, manufactured stone veneer is another uh, product that is uh, also has to be installed correctly. If not, you know, water gets behind it and also causes a tremendous amount of damage uh, there too. So I wouldn't be completely afraid of stucco, right. but you just got to know that it's been installed correctly and it's it's inspected and tested properly.
0: We should tell you that if you're thinking of selling your home, we have a free, no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. If you want a copy, free of charge, send me an email, Bob at WeSellLouisville.com, and put "selling tips" in the subject line. And I should point out that if you're thinking of selling your home, you may want a copy of Home Team Inspections: What to Inspect, What to Expect with an Inspection. Right. And that's free of charge as well. Send, again, email Bob at com and just say, send me the home inspection, what to expect. Uh, something along home inspection, I'll know, and I'll send that out to you also free of charge. And no obligation, right? Arnold discovered a leak in his water line last month, Brad, and he had it fixed. The water bill he just received was uh, more than a $1,000. So obviously this water line was leaking. that's pretty bad. He heard he could appeal the uh, bill to the water company, and he's wondering, do any of us know about it? I, I will tell you. Do you know anything about it? No, I've heard. I,
2: I've I've heard people that have tried it, and the water company's response has been: if it's on the home side of the meter, then it's the homeowner's problem. If it's on the other side, but I, that's just anecdotal evidence. I've not gone through it, so. Tell, tell me more. Tell me what you've heard.
0: So I, it wasn't what I heard, what I experienced. Now, I, admittedly, this is going back uh, six or so years ago. So policy could have changed. So, folks, take this with a big grain of salt, but know that this is a possibility you want to check. So, I had a water leak uh, in the line leading to the house, but it was on my side of the meter and th- discovered that uh, after a little while. And they, I think the bill came to uh, 500 bucks. And I called them on this and I said, hey, listen. Is there anything that can be done? They said at the time that if I produced a receipt from a plumber or a trade that fixed this, which documented it being fixed, that they would uh, send reduce it by half, basically, the the amount. Now, would I tell you to run out and do this if you have the problem? I said, I I would tell you to investigate it because, you know, depending upon what the water bill is, half of the water bill is half of the water bill.
2: Well, so, and and I, and I think there's, you know, of course, in the city of Louisville, we're also paying the uh, the stormwater and the sewer, the, yeah. the sewer runoff based on yeah. the amount of water we're using. So yeah. you get the double whammy there.
0: If you want to see the future of home photography, head to louisville3d.com. That's louisville3d.com. And you'll see some of the stuff that we do and produce. By the way, Chuck had a split uh, as we're heading to the uh, top of the hour. Uh, this even today, he had uh, a closing he had to go to. So he's working all the time. Um, one more question for you, Brad. Wally is buying a home from a for sale by owner and was told by the seller that the roof on the home is five years old, but has a life expectancy of 40 years and comes with a warranty. Now, you hear Brad um, laughing a little bit there. You can hear that. A friend of Wally's says that the whole roof warranty thing is smoke and mirrors What's the scoop on the roof? So All right. the, uh, I'm sure the roofers are not going to be happy with you or me, but no. tell everybody what's going on.
2: Okay, so the first first thing I'm going to say is the, the shingles are rated for 30 years or 40 years or 50 years based on thicknesses and the structure of them. Yeah. However, the the installation is what makes or breaks that warranty. And they have to be installed in a particular manner. They have to, some of the the the, the, the manufacturers, shingle manufacturers require, you know, certified installers to do that. They require certain, you know, you have to have the right underlayments. You have to have, you know, new roof roof sheathing done. Um, the You have to have a particular pitch on the roof. So, I don't know of anyone who's ever successfully gotten a warranty claim um, on their, on their, their 30 year roof that only lasted 20 years or 15 years. But what I can tell you is that the home inspector or the roofing contractor should be able to tell the, the 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 client, you know, kind of where it is in the in the lifespan of those shingles by looking at some of the things we've talked about, granular loss, the whether they're lifting, you know, curled edges you know, all of the, the the things we talk about all the time, you can look at and tell whether or not it's going to, is it really a five-year, you know, five years old or was a section of it replaced five years ago and the rest of the roof looks to be 20 or more years old? We see that all the time. People say, well, the, the roof was replaced two years ago. No, one small section was replaced two years ago. The rest of the roof is, you know, 20 years old. So um, just buyer beware on that as far as the, the, the roofing warranty. Go back, you mean if they've got the original you know paperwork uh, from the roofer Uh, if they're still in business call the roofer see what see what they have to say about it and um but yeah i'm i'm call me skeptical
0: yeah well all right some key words is if you have a roof replaced maintain keep those records follow them away that where you know but i will tell you contrary to what you said that just last month we had a seller who had a a roof that the shingles some of the shingles didn't match the others they had faded Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. this this uh, couple saved the warranty and saved mm-hmm. the installation. They went yep. back to the roof roofing company, and the roofing company made them what I would consider a spectacular offer, with either replacing the shingles that were not the same color or mm-hmm. towards a new roof. And we gave that option to the buyers. They were my sellers. We gave that, and the buyers picked yep. what they wanted to. But. It it's all about records and maintain. And you right. want to be nice about this because the minute you get angry and mean, uh, things get out of control.
2: And the the point that they were able to go back to the person who put their roof on originally. I mean, yeah. how many how many people can say you can go back to you know the, the person who put your roof on twenty years ago,
0: and that they were Some still people. in business, right? That they were still in business, right? Because right? this yeah. in this day and age with under, COVID and everything, yeah, 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 under the same ownership. Yeah, exactly. Well, we are out of time, folks. Uh, interesting show. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, they come in as a team and they do a great job. They're the number one home team inspection service seven years in a row. When will we know if we've made it to the eighth year G- in a row? Uh, about January twentieth. We'll okay, so see. we'll be no, we'll we'll we're wait, waiting yeah. with with baited breath, mm-hmm. and Brad's number 411 team. Uh, Chuck Crosby, who was also with us, who has already gone off to work uh, on uh, closings this morning. Yeah, even on a Sunday, Chuck's a great guy, does a great job. If you need him, you want to talk to him, whether it's closings or wills or anything else he does or his advice. He is a great guy. 499-6360. And you can reach me for a consultation on getting your home sold. We'll, I'll come out. We talk about it. It's me. It's not an agent. It's not anybody else. It's me. I come out. For better or worse, and I, I'm dressed pretty nice. I'm not going to wear jeans, and I'm not going to wear shorts. I come out, we talk. No obligation, no fees, nothing. It's all about what we do to help to help our uh, potential sellers and sellers get the job done and sell the house. You can reach me at three seven six five four eight three. We're out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio eight forty WHAS.